0: never visit a hospital stand at the billing counter and you will see that people who have insurance the way they walk in uh, get the best doctor best treatment and walk out compared to the ones who don't have you know they're struggling to figure out how to make that payment and then because they can't afford they don't go to good hospital good doctors they may actually die so it's a question of life and death it's a question of dignity
1: and for a cost of what
0: less than a dinner for no your family in a year Mm. one Uh, For that, you want to compromise on your dignity and 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 the question of life and death is that critical, no?
1: Tapan, thank you so much for joining for this conversation today. You are based in Pune, and we're hearing like Pune is in complete lockdown. it's tough time, we are all going through crisis. Uh, I want to understand from you, Tapan. what are some of the key learnings uh, which you are deriving, some of the critical learnings while we are experiencing this pandemic?
0: So I think there are many learnings, they're uh, not uh, one. I think it's huge and every day is a huge learning. First and foremost, uh, whenever crisis happens, the biggest learning is how do you face it? You know? If it overwhelms you, then it's very difficult. No? Or does it excite you? No, It is difficult and the, the, it is not something that is uh, easy. No, Let's understand this. But my personal feeling in life is that if something overwhelms you, you know, however difficult it may be, it, it kind of uh, cripples you. So the biggest learning is when you see a crisis, always try to see how can you be enthusiastic about the crisis. You know? In yeah. spite of how difficult the crisis may be how can you be you know, super excited about a crisis in spite of how difficult it may be? You know? I think that is an attitude which we have to have. Otherwise, if you see, when have we seen such a prolonged crisis? You know? yeah. If you look at even if you had a cat event or floods happening or maybe an earthquake happening or whatever, but it is always very short duration. Yeah. For a prolonged long time, if you're in a situation of crisis, this I think uh, every individual in the world would be facing for the first time. You know? Yeah. So, how do you manage that when you see a prolonged crisis happening? How is the individual? Do you manage that is very, very critical. That is the first learning. The second learning was uh, as an insurance industry, I think I've always been pushing for dislation uh, no? And uh, I believe that uh, customer experience is very, very critical. And uh, we have to deliver high quality experience. I think I've spoken about it in the past also. Uh, the insurance industry, especially GI industry. The insurance industry is bleeding to death no? with a combined ratio yeah. of 18%. Which means these guys are paying claims like through their nose. Huh? But if you ask a, a common person what is his or her view about the industry, they will say they don't pay claims. It's so, so ironical
1: Yeah. The
0: base, so the basic reason why this happens is because of the process of payment of claims. Now, which again yeah. is also right in its own way because the insurance industry tries to take care that fraudsters don't take money of the common person. while the common person feels that they treated me as a fraudster. So that's a different story altogether. So we pushed the disclosure, made process very easier. If, we are, if you are an automobile customer, if you claim, you get on the car, click pictures, upload, 10 minutes time, we transfer money to you. We made all that and we were super excited that, no, we have done so much and no, this is going to change the industry. But didn't change the industry, the uptake was very, very low. So I was very, I was thinking, what, what, what is that's going wrong? In fact, before the lockdown, actually I was in Singapore. I was trying to change the industry there, there also they told me 95% is paper. So I was seriously thinking, where am I missing? When COVID happened overnight, the uptake was huge. You no, know? yeah. we should uh, close to um, uh, 30 lakh policies, settle close to 12 lakh claims, all digitally. You no, know? overnight the adoption happened. It was so amazing. So the second learning is always be ready. Adoption will happen if if you have good, uh, if you done something good, services are good, and you have got ease in the process. Don't get disappointed. No, uh, adoption will happen. It takes time it takes some circumstances that was the second learning which happened the third learning which again happened was that if you look at the product mix if you look at what was necessary for customer you no know, let's say if i look at the pre covid era everybody is betting money on sharing economy you no know, sharing yeah, room yeah. sharing cars you no know, sharing whatever you no know, restaurant space suddenly one day the entire what was the hottest pick of you no know, businesses disappears you know. Yeah. So, uh, business models can change overnight, no? so every business model changes, brings in some new business models, so how do you adopt, how do you, you know? bring to that, so I can go on and on Shraddha, I think there's so many learnings that I would say in a crisis which comes through, you know, if you're open to it, it is amazing. Yeah,
1: Tapen, I want to ask you about this Corona coverage, health insurance policy that you've launched, tell us about that, what's Corona coverage?
0: Okay, so I think the regulator has taken a very positive step, and they have come out with standardized no cover for uh, corona. And I would say the general insurance industry and the health uh, insurance no industry actually um, uh, stood up to it. See, the interesting part was nobody was ready to provide you reinsurance also, because you do not know no how many uh, losses happen. This is not something which actually you can actually predict. No, based on some data you try and predict how to price it and how so when the later came out with such guidelines, I think the um, uh, ads of the general insurance industry and the health insurance industry they took the challenge on and they came out with the products, you no? And actually, I'm proud of them. So in these times of need, it is um, something which should uh, be made available to customers. Uh, yeah, but sure. the but the but the point we should remember here is that no, uh, they don't have support from the reinsurance. It's all on their net. So in uh-huh. a way, somewhere also I feel that, and this is what I'm proposing also from a government perspective also. No, when you have such kind of um, uh, things happening. And insurance industry ready to you know take the first uh, step forward uh, to be able to serve customers. Somewhere at the back end, there should be a, a provision by the government or something. If things go out of control, they'll be also supporting that. No, yeah. And actually, it becomes much better. So this would be my suggestion right? Because I think your channel is being viewed by so many people, and that's why I got, let me make a point here. From insurance industry perspective, yes, they have come out with a product, and they are also servicing the customer well, and you no, know, and they are ensuring that they are able to cover as many people as possible. But somewhere. At the back end they don't have any support from anybody which i don't think is good in a situation like this the people require such kind of cover there should be a, a back-end support no, from the government uh, is my uh field.
1: you are an expert in this domain but like in, in a country where we have automobiles insured and you know when you buy today an automobile you have a cover you have an insurance why are people in our country why don't we all have an insurance
0: Okay, this is very close to my heart. Right? Like I've been a hardcore insurer all my life and by education I'm a scientist so uh, you get a scientist uh, and you ask him such questions you are calling for trouble. Let me explain this because this is again a problem like the previous problem I told you, you know, about this uh, combined ratio and the public perception that was one I tried to solve. This is also trying to solve. If I look at insurance products, no, not about my company, I'm talking about any company, look at the product, they're amazing products. Yeah. For the price that is available, it's unbelievable. Like you take an auto insurance in US, it may cost you from somewhere from 12% to 25% of the value of your car in a year. Mm. Here you pay something like 1.25%, no? Or 1.5%. Look at health insurance. You try and take a health insurance in uh, Europe or US, it may cost you 13, 14 lakh rupees a year, no? If you take a good cover. Here, how much does it cost you? 15,000 rupees a year. But look at at the price point, the kind of product that you are um, getting. No? Yeah. It's... it's it's unbelievable, and the kind of protection it takes care of something goes wrong. No, let's look at um, COVID itself. Now, the expense of COVID, you are hearing it's touching eight lakh somewhere, ten lakh. No, but average also about 1.5, 2 lakh rupees of cover is there. Which means that the servers of insurance companies should be crashing for health insurance. No, because yeah. yeah, and anybody can get it. Like no, you cannot uh, predict who is going to get it, who is not going to get it. Anybody can get it. No, but it is not happening. In the month of April, the retail health growth was minus three percent of the industry. So. The funny part is that for a product which is priced so well and has amazing benefits and insurance companies are paying and the evidence of it is the balance sheet of insurance companies, people why are they not queuing to buy insurance? I think that is you no know, that is the question which has to be answered. So I was thinking about it a lot and you know, over time also I was watching this you know, then I realized that most countries, not only in India, if you look at what is mandatory by law is what has highest penetration. So, in India, if you look at automobile insurance, it has the highest penetration. It's mandatory to have a third-party cover by law. No? So, if you look at, uh, even then, in private cars, about 80-85%. In two-wheelers, about 30-odd percent. Commercial vehicle, about 65%. Even then, not fully insured. In a country like Indonesia, where it was not mandatory by law, automobile insurance was about 15% covered. No?
1: Mm-hmm. you look
0: at home insurance, in US, if, you, if you're in US, I can bet 95% people have a home insurance cover there no? because of the... Uh, mandatory for the flood storm tempest cover same people who have home insurance in us when they come to india and they would get a home insurance one tenth of the cost they don't have a home insurance
1: no. here yeah. so
0: <laughs> so for, first and foremost insurance is critical is required and that's why a government partnership along insurance company is very critical and to give you an example uh, the prime minister um, health scheme no the national scheme you see how beautifully it is done no you have covered 40 crore people. Tenders happen, insurance companies participate, no? And state can also have the right to do their own uh, trust-based model. And they're serving 40 crore people, no? So insurance and governments have to work together to be able to provide uh, good uh, benefit to um, the citizen of the country. That is the first rule. And individual, why don't we buy? Because if you look at the human brain, and this question I asked my psychiatrist friend, no? And he answered this way back, and that's why it's such a funny answer. The human brain is not wired to see risk. So let me again define (laughs) that. If you are wired to see risk, we are not move from the caves. Ah. And the younger you are, the more you are not wired to see risk. And I can prove it to you also, Shrata. If if I take you back to much younger days than what you are now, the way you would be driving your two-wheel or four-wheel at a speed to what you drive now, there would be at least 30-40%. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then then if you come to my age, then it will be much, much lower, no? So what happened? Did you change? No. That The younger you are, the more you don't see the risk. Mm. Now, as human brain, you're not wired to see risk, even in front of you, you feel mucheny no? let that's yeah, in COVID yeah, yeah. also. Why is COVID happening and multiplying so fast? It's a simple thing: wear mask, maintain shoulder distancing, wash your hands. No, thir no? Belief is it will not happen to me. Me. Yeah. And that is why people don't buy insurance, Radha. But the solution for this is since good, the government and insurance company partnership is a big thing. And that's why I always keep it to make it a point. Let me give you another example. Health has been done. The other one which I'm pushing very aggressively, but some shoots I'm seeing is parametric. See, floods happen. Economic yeah. loss, 30,000 crores. Insurance company pays what? 500 crores, 300 crores. That is all that's got covered. Who loses money? The common person no, on the on the ground. Yeah. Why can't government and insurance company and solutions are there? Just add 100, 200 rupees to the house tax and you can have a good cover that something comes wrong no, or goes wrong. Then insurance company pays it and then account straight. So yeah. I think these kind of schemes have to come out more, and then I think the it's a huge benefit to society and to an common individual. Having said that, I would request everybody who's watching, you know your show, please be covered. At least have four insurance for yourself individually. Uh, first is a good health cover; it's very very critical. It, it will help you lead a life of dignity. It's so critical. Second is buy a cyber cover. People are losing money uh, because of phishing and you no know, malware and and what's yes. happening on the payment bank. Please have a good cyber cover, retail cyber cover. Third, have a good personal accident cover. You'll be surprised to know for a 1 lakh personal accident cover, death only, is 45 rupees a year. Can you beat that? Wow. <laughs> it is not about hmm. how much it costs, no? And finally, have your home covered. You spend so much time, I think you spend nearly 70, 80% of what you earn building your home and putting stuff in that. And one incident can destroy it completely, no? About 15, 20 years of your labor, so have that covered. So, Uh, earnest request as a hardcore insurer. I've seen so many claims and so many you know things happening. This every new should have at least this
1: much. Thank you, my God. You're saying it so amazingly and earnestly that I hope we all go and get and have a cover. Yeah, it's so important. You know, Tapan, now that you're saying this, I was just speaking to my driver today, right? Like he his daughter was unwell, and then he took it, to, it took uh, her to one very big hospital here. And he the bill came to around ninety thousand rupees. And he said that I'm so happy that out of pocket I had to pay twelve thousand, but then the cover, you know, it's like practically happening. And he was so grateful that he had got the insurance. Yeah. No, yeah.
0: is a question of life and death. I mean, prove it. And if you want to actually see, and you're such a high-profile journalist. Do this once. Whenever you visit a hospital, don't go right now. Things are bad. But whenever you visit a hospital, stand at the billing counter, and you will see that people who have insurance, the way they walk in, uh, get the best doctor, best treatment, and walk out. Compared to the ones who don't have,
1: you know, they're yeah. struggling
0: to figure out how to make that payment. And the many yeah. because they can't afford, they don't go to good hospital, good doctors. They may actually die. So it's a question of life and death. It's a question of dignity.
1: And yeah. for a cost of what?
0: Less than a din- dinner for no your family in a year. Mm yeah uh, for that you want to compromise on your dignity and 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 the question of life and death. Is that critical no if i may simply yeah. as your driver said if you didn't have insurance you would not have taken her to that kind of hospital no yeah maybe yeah. you avoided it we would not afford it and that would yeah. have led to you no know, more complications than you no know, are getting treated you no know? i mean that is yeah. that's that's as, as important as that
1: do you have data to show that because of the pandemic unfortunate that it is that people are getting more aware about Health insurance, and then have you seen a surge?
0: So as I said, April I saw a negative growth, but May and June I see it picking up. No uh, growth is um, uh, moving up uh, by about hundred uh, percent or so in terms of uh, the way uh, people are looking at it. But a hundred percent growth also in a small base is it good enough? Is the question that I have. No, uh, can we confidently say hundred uh, percent of Indians are covered? See, people below poverty line covered with government. You no, know? forty crores I said already covered. The one working are covered by the GMC, no? the, uh, the corporates are covering it. What about the retail uh, traders? Uh, what about individual yeah. business uh, people? No? And the government also made it mandatory now for SMEs to have it, have a GMC cover for their people. No? The problem is that why why if you're not covered today, I would say just go and buy it, my love. No, why even hesitate? What are the yeah. options that you have? You can't afford like 5-10,000 rupees for, for yourself and your family you know, to take care. If something goes wrong and you guys can get good treatment of what is holding you back. So though I see an uptake happening, but uh, not to the level where it should happen compared to what the crisis is and the way things are going. I think I I still feel it should actually be much, uh, much higher than what it is.
1: Tapan, from your lens, what do you think makes this company, you know, your company, your, uh, uh, this firm stands out because it has created a very credible name for itself. Uh,
0: there there two or three things, Shraddha, from day zero that we haven't focused upon? As I said since I'm founding employee, so now I can tell you all the stories of the company. I know every story of it. I've been part of most of it. One was that we shall be a claim-paying company. So, we are very clear. We said that you no, know, our product is claims. It is not uh, policy. No? If we service our people well, if we service our customers well, and we genuinely do it with a good heart, business will happen. So, mm-hmm. our obsession to pay claims, you know, actually has been good. And that culture has got built in very well. And that is one mm-hmm. culture with Bajar Insurance Company has. That That is there. Second part is, and if you look at our tagline, it says, caringly yours. Second, I said, when things go wrong, only then no people come to us. At that time, we can't be like um, cut and dry. Our empathy has to be at the highest order, no? we yeah. should We should ensure. And if we don't have an empathy at the highest order, I don't think we are fit to be an insurer. And that's why we made the tagline very clear that we should have that care, and we should be doing do whatever best we can do for our customers and our people also is, is both sides. Not only customers, I and mean the obsession is on our people's side also. We should do whatever best we can do for our people. The third part is, which I actually tell in all my um, speeches, you know, especially with people who join insurance industry. I said, if you have the habit of lying, please don't join insurance um, industry because we don't sell tangible product. We only sell promises. What do yeah. we tell you? You pay premium. If these go wrong, as per the contract, for this you are covered, we shall pay. That is all. No. Now, let us say, if, if we are in the habit of lying, how can we be a part of the insurance industry? Now, if you are if an insurance industry, you should be good at heart and you should be honest all times. time. So, it's a habit. You can't like, be honest at work and be dishonest no, at personal life. It just can't happen. Want to be a good insurer, pick this up. So, I think these are the foundation stones that we laid. And I personally have been very, very obsessed about it and I'm very happy to say that in the company this runs. So that's why when you ask any individual or bajalians, these things will come out clearly whenever you do a survey, you know, that this is what the company yeah. is trying. I'm very happy with this Shradha. So the rest is immaterial, the rest will happen, you no? Know?
1: And you said a very important thing that how do you bring empathy and how do you have empathy in 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 the business that you are in and then you make sure that people have. Do you, do you know just for other businesses and just for other entrepreneurs and people at large in the business world if you can show and share with us one or two things which can drive empathy in the way we conduct ourselves and our businesses okay
0: so i i have a view here so let me know uh, put it across The view here is that when I was young, and a lot of young people also have the same view, then the view was that I have to rule the world, I have to own this, (laughs) I have to buy this car, I have to have this house, I have to have this power, no? I
1: have to retire by this age.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So those are the views that we we all have, which is natural, it's perfectly fine. But as I mature into my career and into my life, um, it changes. Then the views are, what difference do I make to society? What difference do I make to people, no? How can I bring smiles to people? Uh, what can I do to make a difference to my country? You no, know, and it changes over time. You know, that is how it, um, it happens. That's a natural progression and it happens yeah. for most people. I imagine that if in the beginning I set up a business with the views that come later in my life, how successful I would be, you know? I'd be very, very clear and focused from the very beginning. Now, for me, I think the empathy factor came in, in a very simple way. I remember I was um, working in... Um, Insurance company and uh, there's some claim checks um, uh, pending, and I used to be always obsessed. If you have settled the claim, the customer should get the money very fast. It's not distant yeah. era of today. No, those that was a different era uh, when fax was like a big innovation. I am talking mm-hmm. that era. So we had this physical claim checks, and I told my um, uh, claim said, "Why have, have these checks not gone?" Uh, he said, uh, "So the salesperson was to deliver is, is not come as yet. And the office was closing." So I told him, "Okay, I am um, on the way. Which which uh, which place is this?" He said, the widow of a truck driver, and you no, know, he died and this is her claim. So I asked, what's the address? He said, this this place. I said, okay, I'll, I'll drop by, you know. And obviously, I left office and a couple of my colleagues would, would join me in the car, you know. We had carpool, not because uh, it was a luxury, it was a necessity, yeah? because we couldn't afford so much. So we just go together. <laughs> so, so then we went and on the way, we thought we'd drop the check and we went into the house of the widow and and we gave the cheque to her and she had such tears of gratitude. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, and yeah. I realized that day that it is not business that I'm in. Uh, I get paid to do good and I better do it you no, know, in, in a proper manner. I think that to me was a very big turning point of my life. So uh, like you said, empathy or something, you no, know, a lot of times happens when you are sensitive and the switch happens. You no, know? uh, When you're younger, I think you, you have a different view. Uh, but having uh, walked uh, uh, this path uh, for quite some time uh, i realize that when you have clear direction in terms of what purpose drives you and if your empathy and sensitivity towards people you know, uh, around you uh, the business does good so let yeah. me uh, let me again give you an example which will more clarify i was the president of indo german chambers so the, those times to lead the trade delegation to germany and people who talk about demographic dividend you know? I used to be surprised, uh, why are they talking about demographic dividend and Germany was negative and India has a lot of potential and those were the early shining India days. And I would be thinking, okay, good, uh, they're talking about dividend, but if people in India don't get jobs, it will go on negative dividend. It can lead to social unrest.
1: Interesting.
0: I said, it's easy to criticize, uh, um, uh, be it the government or anybody. What as an individual, as a professional can I do? Then I said, okay, let's make a mission for ourselves. We'll provide employment to 1 million people. I came and told them, "We will I How can we do so?" I said, "Why can't we do? Insurance industry provides the maximum employment. No, on a variable basis, on a fixed basis, and so many people are doing good. Let's think about it. And that's how we create virtual offices. So we plan to open, let's say, ten thousand offices, and ten thousand offices have hundred agents. We'll create one million um, jobs. And in India, where you have ten thousand towns, you don't need to go to villages to open ten thousand offices. No? And you'll happy yeah. to know we already opened about two thousand such so offices, and are already in the path of it. So by the time I hang my boots." I've created a million jobs. No, wow. that is what when, when the purpose is clear, Shraddha, yeah. and, and you are very focused on, no, how you deliver that business happens good, and it sustains for a long time. No, and people get uh, also motivated. So that is my tip you know, from my personal experiences, how it happens and how it moves. Malab, no? it is not I was born with. This no, I was also the normal youngster. No? in college thinking of ruling the world.
1: I wanted to also ask you about this thing that, you know, insurance and I, and please correct me if I'm wrong because like insurance agents come to you know and meet you in person and generally yeah. it's a very offline transactional thing for all the, work, you know, filing and all might be online but it's still a very offline uh, thing. Have you seen that change completely in this pandemic?
0: Again, let me give my uh, view. It's a very different view. Uh, there was a World Economic Forum report uh, in the year 2000, I think 14, 15. We said that uh, intermediaries will not exist.
1: Huh. And I
0: remember one of my interviews, I said in insurance, intermediaries will um, exist. Huh. And people said, why everything will be digital? People will buy online. It's so easy, so convenient. I say, yeah, it is. Unfortunately, in insurance, what happens is, as I told earlier, people don't see the risk. But when somebody talks to them, they understand. And they buy. Huh. So I, yeah. I always say, give me five minutes and I promise you'll buy insurance. No? Yeah. It's a conversational state. Which means that even if you are very digital, you still have to have a conversation. Yeah, and the conversation is where you require intermediaries, you no. Know? So the process becomes digital, but conversation still requires you know, that empathy that uh, conversation happen. And this is why insurance typically, you see how many efforts have been made online insurance all across the world. You no, know? some yeah in auto, some uh, some places where you have transactional happenings, those maybe you no know, moving uh, to online, but most of the other insurances are still very much offline because you have to have a conversation. I think the day somebody gets up in the world that today I'll buy insurance and I'm super excited about it, that the intermediaries will grow. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you think during this pandemic when their physical social distancing is a norm, how do you, do you see some change in behavior? Some yeah. change So in what body? happens
0: is the intermediaries are able to send out links to their customer. They will still have uh-huh. conversations and purchase is happening. So online purchase has moved up, but not significantly today also, that's why I say the process has become digital. But still, we have to have intermediaries who are able ah. to know, get the process Talk. moving on. No? Talk. Mm-hmm. So, the entire purchase has become no touch. But somebody is still having a conversation, no? Be it on the phone yeah. or be it on a WhatsApp. That's how it's moving.
1: How do you see the insurance industry, Sapan, growing in India? Because we still, for the country that we are, the number of people that we are, still it's so, it's like massively underpenetrated. <laughs> like yeah.
0: So, I, if you, again, as I mentioned to you and this question came somewhere that if you look at uh, the truth GDP, there's 0.73 to no one lower than you no, know, I think China and every other place. But what you forget is we're not counting number of lives that has got covered. Uh, mm-hmm. If you look at like say crop insurance or we look at, you no, know, uh, the prime minister, you no, know, or you look at uh, the health scheme, you're already talking about 60, 70 crores of people got covered, no? In the past, just four to five years time, you no, know, which is huge uh, population yeah. which is there. But yes, it is more from a partnership perspective which is happening. On an individual basis, that challenge still remains. You know? yeah. And insurance company also in India still feels very less. If I look at, let's say, Singapore or UK, where you have, know, like 500,000 companies. You're talking about like what, 60, 70 companies here. So I personally believe that a lot more companies will come to India. India is a growing economy. India yeah. will grow. It has demographic dividend. So if you look at any world report, uh, people will bet on India. We may not be the fastest, but we are not also going to be the negative kind of, you know, uh, environment. Yeah. So we will be there. We are happy, contented people, and we'll keep on growing. I think that is my mm-hmm. belief. So, so when you have a growth happening, insurance industry will uh, be there. You no, know? uh, my only um, uh, message through your channel would be: I think more government partnerships have to happen, and government is doing a good job. I said that, and we have to pick up more issues like you no, know, the pandemic issue which is there. How do we create a pool for pandemic when it yeah. hits next? How do we create a pool for parametric or do a parametric cover, which is available? So those are the things that we have to start looking into more seriously because I think the wider people we are covering, the more relief we are able to give to people when things go wrong. On an individual basis, insurance companies have to create uh, conversations. They have to create distribution. They have to reach out to every individual because I tell my people, imagine that your friend falls ill and he doesn't have money to get treated. And no, he cannot get treated well and something goes wrong with him how guilty will you feel as insurer that you could not cover it? No?
1: I think yeah.
0: if you have that kind of perspective, then you will be obsessed to ensure that you are able to cover it, as many well, people as you can meet. So the industry will go through very interesting time. Displacement, I think, industry is taken very well. You have a lot of companies now able to give a lot of digital solutions very good. Uh, policies also, I think the way the regulator is approving policies, you know, and uh, the transformation happening in products also. So it's interesting time, Shraddha. But my bet is if you are a youngster want to join any industry, join insurance next 30 years, 40 years, it will be interesting. Like Shraddha mentioned, penetration is still so low that I don't see that no, the industry not growing and not doing well as time progresses.
1: Um, there's such a proliferation of jobs. No? So like the insurance is okay, but it is not cool and sexy. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is this mindset, right? Like the, what do you have to say? What do you have to tell to young people today of the country? I, I like experience. you as an interviewer. You
0: you ask very very good questions, you no? Know, and close to my. So let's talk about the insurance industry. So I called my head HR, uh, Vikram. I remember. So he was very happy that we have such high schools. We're the best place to work. Great place to work. <laughs> and I said okay, uh, Vikram. And then they did some survey in some um, uh, university which was teaching insurance. And 75% of students said that we want to join and So he was super excited. He came to see now the kind of branding we have, and you want to join us. I said okay. You go to um, any college, uh, no, uh, any class minus insurance class, and ask how many want to join Insurance industry. Forget about aliens. no. How many hands will you see? <laughs> <laughs> he was a bit disappointed. And then I said, ask them if how many want to join Facebook or Google.
1: Hmm.
0: But I said, okay, a lot of hands will go up. But do people have any clue what Facebook, Google is, or what kind of work environment is there, and what work environment is by Indians? Do anybody? It is just the way people perceive. The point you mentioned. Yeah. But, that, that is why people think like this some of our insurance industry has not been uh, very focused on building their brand as an employer now let's look at the insurance industry who all do you think work here you'll be amazed to know first and foremost let's say for a health team we have uh, doctors working you know? Uh, neurosurgeons you know on roles yeah we have nurses working for our agri business we have agricultural you no know, experts working for our engineering business we have power plant experts we have let's say you know uh, 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 Pharma expert, and if you look at our actuarials, they are the oldest data scientists around. No? Then we have data scientists. Yeah. We have uh, uh, 300 IT guys, you know, uh, working. We have uh, AL. You ML. know, Tapan
1: I have to uh, say, actuarial. Uh, well, you so rightfully you said actuarial. What is data scientist? They are the science, data Which is the coolest thing? Yeah, yeah. they are the
0: oldest data scientists. I say, no data scientists. Yeah. Data. <laughs> Actually,
1: existed
0: much before that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so we also have data scientists. You think of any degree that you have. And I promise you, in the industry, there would be a position for that. Any degree yeah. that you have. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, on top of it, we also have the MBAs and we have all the BTechs, and and you know, everybody. It is such a huge uh, galaxy of stars you know, that we have. Because what you have to realize is that we insure everything from satellite to aeroplanes to every factory that you see. to uh, ducks, two pigs, two crops. So imagine as an insurer, you talk to even any subject. Other than natural death, because that is covered by my life uh, company. As a general insurer, I cover everything. So I can talk to you about what crop to sow when. I can talk to you about what can go wrong in pharma. I can talk to you about what power plant to know comes through. I can talk to you about the jets which are coming through. What can go wrong. I can talk about what boiler will explode. You know? That is the kind of wow. depth that, that an insurer has. And on top of it, I meet like millions of people. You
1: know? yes. Because as I
0: said, it's a conversational sale. So yeah. every day I meet so many people and I go through so many subjects. What are you looking for in life? You're looking yeah. for diversity of learning. You're looking for no meeting people. You're looking for purpose. You're looking for no whatever you look for in a career, insurers provide that. Unfortunately, yeah. the image of an insurer is of an agent who comes to you to sell. You push him back, he comes again. You push him back, he comes again. No, That is the image that gets created. He's just a friend and guy who is doing his best to ensure that you are covered and taken care of. At the yeah. back end, you have a galaxy of stars, no? Who are preparing all this
1: together. Arogya Sanjeevni policy, it also covers the treatment cost of COVID-19. You know, if you can tell us about that, this IRDAI has uh, allowed yeah. general and standalone health insurers so to offer Arogya Sanjeevni policy. On a, on a group
0: uh, basis also, yeah. Haan. So actually, uh, what happened, that If you look at the, the health policy, which was... Which uh, people had the normal health policy also covered COVID. So let me make this point very clear. So, no? if you have a good health policy uh, by any company, COVID is covered. The only thing okay. could be that you know, uh, some people may cover ventilator charges, some are not covering in the old policy. That was before COVID actually happened. So, if you have a good cover, just check with the insurance company what all is covered. COVID is covered, there's no exclusion on COVID. So, if you have a cover, it's there. Now the problem was a lot of people not covered. That is where the ID came out, specific COVID covers to ensure if you don't have any health policy, at least buy the COVID policy, you know, so at least you're secure for this uh, particular uh, part of it. And that's why the, uh, the regulators, know, are coming up with these changes and make it convenient to sell it on a group basis, to sell it on an individual basis. So they the reach happens more and more, and people have a good protection. I think that is where the regulators are coming from. Uh, but the point is, if you have a good health cover, you would be covered for COVID. Just check with your insurance uh, company, what all does it cover. And if there's some lacking in that, then look for a uh, COVID cover on top of it.
1: Otherwise, it's not required as such. People with underlying uh, health issues or core uh, comorbidities, can they get a COVID-19 cover? Yeah, yeah, they
0: can get. I think always declare truthfully to insurance companies. See, what happens is, and this is where the grievance comes in. If you're not declaring whatever you have and you take a cover, thinking, I've got a cover, now it will get paid. When a claim happens, insurance companies check all this from record. So people who have declared uh, clearly and have a cover, everything gets paid. Only if you not know, declare, those claims get stuck, and that is where the grievance uh, no starts moving up. So my humble mm-hmm. request is, please declare whatever you have. You will get a cover. I think on COVID, the issue is on uh, survival. If you have comorbidity, it is not about the expense of uh, treatment. It is same for you no know, whether you have that or you don't have that, and that is you know, how it is. So I will be surprised if companies don't uh, provide that. They would. They may put some loading on premium, or they may no uh, look some underwriting uh, consideration, but
1: uh, they would. Put The data, the understanding you have about people buying insurance would be, I'm assuming, would be very high. Do you see adjacencies to the business of insurance that you can build, you can think of? On the data that we have, no? So, one thing you to understand,
0: and and this, again, is one of my grievances uh, with the regulator also. So, if I look at, let's say, if you are into banking business, and you have data, you can sell uh, mutual funds, you can sell insurance, uh, you can sell, no very products under the blessings of the Reserve Bank of India. Have you ever seen an insurance company guy sell you a banking product or sell you a mutual fund? No, never. Why? Do you think they duffers? As per Insurance <laughs> Act 1938, an insurance company person, an insurance company cannot sell anything other than insurance. Mm. So all the data you have, you can only sell insurance. That is as per Insurance Act 1938. Now it's an unfair act, no? Because yeah. for all other financial services, they can sell on the data. A holistic package to the customer, an insurer can only sell insurance. No, I think uh, a lot of things are weighed against the insurer, but those guys are still giving a good fight, I would say.
1: But are you lobbying with the government to make sure that something's a change in this? comes?
0: I, 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 I'm speaking about it first. I have to speak to the regulator, and then obviously, the government also. It should change, no, it's not fair, yeah. like no. Everybody else can know.
1: Um, yeah, because uh, an insurance company is the best place to, for me, to buy a lot of health products. Exactly. Also, no? If nothing yeah. else, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, but we are not so allowed, allowed to say anything else other than insurance. At, as per the insurance act, it's, I think I am very impressive question. A lot of people don't get this. No, but you have to <laughs> always ask you this question: Why can the a banker sell all this? Why can't insurance company sell this? Then you come yeah. to something. Something is
1: different. Yeah, because banking can sell anything and everything now. Yeah, They're just with the business world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But here, even with the business idea, you can't sell. Well, it's an act
1: issue, so it has to go through the parliament. What has money personally meant to you?
0: Okay, as I said, different phases of life, different things. So when I was young, it was like, wow, I don't know, if, if I have money, I will like buy everything possible, no. And uh, I think about a year back, uh, no, about two three years back, uh, I wrote a blog, uh, "Money Kills." So let me oh. explain this. It's interesting. Yeah. So I had gone to speak in I am Shillong. They called me as a guest speaker. So I never prepare for any of my speeches. I believe that it is not customer centric. Let me explain how. So when you the no, our
1: conversation is also not prepared. You Exactly. Yeah. the Answers I am asking. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Because if you prepare, then it's one sided. No. You are seeing what you want to say. Other person may not want to hear what you want to say. You still force it (laughs) down because you have a a position and they've invited you. Which to me is very unfair. So none of my speeches, none of my conversations are prepared. So what I do is when I leave my, uh, uh, like the place I'm sitting to the podium and the kids who are escorting me, I ask them some question and then I frame on that basis what I would speak. Hmm. So that that day I asked them this question, how much money? Uh, I said, why did you join IIM? No. They said, um, it will get us a good job. Mm -hmm. So I said, how do you define a good job? Uh, They were quiet. I said, does it mean that uh, the job which pays you good? Yeah, but yes, yes, the job which pays you good. Normal, no, any youngster. Yeah. 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 So I said, that means that you're going to, you joined IM to make money. No, let's put it uh, uh, very simply like this. They said, yes, maybe yes. I said, okay, if the idea is to make money, then in your mind, there should be some amount of money that you make so much you will quit. No. See, you're not looking at a job to have a purpose or to solve something or no, create something. You're looking at a job to make money. So fair enough and there's nothing wrong with that. So let's say you make whatever X amount, then you'll quit because you've made the money and it's over, the story's over with the job and the IM degree that you have. So they were a bit stumped and they said, we um, have not thought about it like this. I said, okay, whatever comes to your mind, tell me any number. They gave me a number and by the time I reached the podium and that day I gave a speech. I said, let's look at people who made more money than you ever imagined you know, that you want to make. You know? And let's see what they did with that money. So I said, let's start with uh, some history. Emperor Ashok was the most powerful emperor that India had. You know? If you look at his empire right from Afghanistan. Yeah. But after his Battle of Kalinga, the most fought battle that he wanted, he won that battle. He gave up everything. Look at Bill Gates, look at Asim Premji, look at Warren Buffett. They made more money than you can ever imagine. Yeah? What they did with their wealth after they made the money, they, gave, they are either giving it all away or plan to give it all away you know, over yeah. time. So money in limited quantity serves you. Money in huge is like fire. It kills you. Be careful. Wow. Yeah. If you get more than what you require, use it for society. Don't keep it to yourself. It can be dangerous because if you want to understand this, look at some of the Maharajas and look at some of the emperors of India. Who did not uh, distribute their wealth? I'll look at some business people who don't distribute the wealth, and after three, four generations, what happens to them? And look at business people and individuals who distributed wealth. What happens to them after a couple of generations? They oh. get pounds. You know? So I think that is what money means to me. It, it serves a purpose. Use it for the purpose. Don't hoard.